What is your number one favorite TV show of all time? Oh, Lost. Why? Why? Yeah. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Shenantics, your favorite weekly podcast in the whole entire world, brought to you by your two hosts, Skinky and M. Cole. How you doing, Skinky? Hi. Uh, how is, uh, Hi. How, how's, how's the sports world been for you? The sports world? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel bad for ESPN right now. I don't. Okay, neither do I then. Can I can I tell you something funny? Yes, you can. I actually had a conversation the other day about this. Do you have you watched local news before, like, or watch it before? Like, what was the when was the last time you watched local news? I probably eight years. Okay, so have you ever watched the sports section of local news? Absolutely not. All right. Well, it is hilarious. Okay. Okay. Because like, I always joke that being a sports journalist is kind of like. Uh, like the laziest job okay (laughs) go on (laughs) because first of all you get to watch the games which you were probably going to watch anyway for fun yeah right yeah and then you get to talk to the people the Mm -hmm. sports the people who are playing in the game the players yeah the players that's what you call them right the players i'm a sports journalist yes yeah yeah of course and that's cool because you get to talk to the people who are in the game that's fun but let me ask you, Emko, what do you ask the people that were playing the game? How do your muscles feel? <laughs> it's, it just, I feel like that's... that's let, me, <laughs> let me tell you, and this is a great example. There are no good questions to ask someone who just played in the game, okay? It's always the same shit, yeah. and it's always the same answers. They only do it because they have to do it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. like, you know, the losing team, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, so, you know, what happened out there? And the guy's always like, <laughs> well, you know, we just, uh, you know, we couldn't bring it together. You know, we were working as a squad, but, you know, we had some weaknesses and we're going to be working on that in spring training. You know, I same really, answer every time. I really want like the one player. It's like, what happened out there? He's like, we're on 12. Like, what the <laughs> fuck do you think happened out there? <laughs> and then the winning you know the winning (laughs) how does it feel to win this let me tell you it's the best feeling in the world uh you know this you know thinking back to my childhood always dreamed that i wanted to win this and you know we just we really pulled it together as a team there at the end and uh you know really looking forward uh to uh you know celebrating with my buds every single time yeah okay i think we we, it's boring did we talk about it on a previous episode shenantics the um the Billie Eilish interviewed by a robot thing video. I have no idea what that is. Oh my gosh. You don't know what that is. Hold on. No. Now I, I got to see if I could find this link. Cause I could have sworn I sent it to you. And then, and did you ever watch the, the last castle, by the way, the movie we talked about? No, we talked about okay. a movie called the last castle. Yeah. With uh Tony Soprano. Was that on a podcast? We talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well I don't listen to what we talked yeah, about. on the podcast. Yeah, was, so. uh, okay. I, we clearly did not. <laughs> I don't know where the hell this video is. It was so good. <laughs> Anyways, there was this really cool video. Maybe it was by Vanity Fair. I don't know who it okay. was by. Um, oh, well, the Vanity Fair, are you talking about like they do the, the what is it, 60-something questions to ask and they follow you around your house and you answer them? No. No. Oh. So. Sorry. Or is that Esquire? S- 
maybe someone uh, does that. Oh, oh, hold on. Now I gotta. Now I gotta. I gotta find this. Hold on. Billy Eilish. I don't know how to spell her name. Uh, interviewed by AI. Oh, look at that. I found it. First thing. It is, oh, Vogue. Vogue. It was Vogue. Vogue. Anyways, um, this uh, this person trained an AI program to interview Billie Eilish by kind of setting it out to go just comb internet search results for stories about her and news stories and all that kind of stuff and like digest it down and then like ask her a series of questions and that she hasn't been asked before or have been asked before. I don't know what the algorithm is, but I will tell you that based on the questions that the AI asked, it was very unlikely she has been ever asked any of these questions before. And it was just, it was, and she kind of, she had like a moment where she was like, she's like, this is like the most fun I've had in an interview because it's usually the exact same question over and over and over and over again, Mm -hmm. where these were just like kind of weird off the wall, almost kind of like a child, right? Like when a child asks you like, like why is the sky blue? And then like kind of keeps going down, like tugging at a rope. That's like, yeah. And you kind of get to like a weird thing where it's like, okay, this is starting to come a little bit surreal. It kind of felt like that. And it was, it was really interesting. And, I remember watching that. I was like, I kind of wish that going forward, all of our celebrity interviews were done this way because instead of just asking about the most recent drama or the exact same question over and over again about their albums or whatever it is that they're putting out, like you can at least maybe get a little more of a human type interview from people, but Hmm. it was cool. I recommend watching the video. Interesting that you want a more of a human type interview from a robot. From a robot interviewing. Mm -hmm. I I think part of the reason is, is because the human aspect, what I'm looking for is coming from the person being interviewed. And Mm -hmm. with the robot, you don't, it's possible that you don't necessarily have like where the reporter might be trying to write a story or kind of come to a conclusion or find support for something that they're writing where the robots uh-huh. kind of just asking random questions. Right. And so I feel like that also makes the interview E um, a little less guarded, but gotcha. It was cool. Yeah. But yeah, it would be interesting to see what they, what they have to say for, uh, for sports people. So, Yeah. I would be interested in that. It might, they might, maybe the AI would just come up with the same questions as the sportscaster guy, and then they'll be like, "Oh, so this is why sports journalism is weird." <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. It's like there literally is. There's no other question. There's nothing else to ask this to person. Ask this. What about a weatherman? All right, I think weatherman. Yeah. Let me tell you. Okay, I have a very strong opinion on this. Actually. Okay. Cool. Weathermen and weather women mm-hmm. are pointless. <laughs> okay, hold on. So lazier job than sports reporters oh no, no, no. Or... oh yes <laughs> actually because the second you said that they that sports reporters have the laziest job yes. ever i was like let me eh. okay so let me let me also clarify yeah okay because this is important mm-hmm. whether men and whether women have um a dumb job okay because they're not meteorologists mm-hmm. there's a distinction between a meteorologist and a weather person. Okay. Because a weather person just regurgitates the information that 
came out from a meteorologist. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're a trained meteorologist and a weather person, that's key. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lots of respect, mm -hmm. okay? Because you're analyzing and you're also able to say the information to the people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are the people I respect. If you're a weather person without being a meteorologist, then no, so, no thanks. So then what about, and this is, this is where you can educate me on my lack of knowledge of local news. Mm -hmm. um, in the evening news, the anchor that is sitting at the desk to deliver the news, are they mm -hmm. usually the reporter or no. the person that ran down the story? Or are they Absolutely essentially not. the weatherman? or a woman that kind of just regurgitates what the actual qualified person delivers to them to tell the people. So it's, it's different every, for every like station stuff mm -hmm. or how it works. So let's say, so there, there's a team of producers is what they're called. And producers are reporters. Okay. For, for TV stations. Mm -hmm. And they have a whole team of producers that go out and find the stories and do all the work and all that stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, correspondents do the same thing. And so like a correspondent, if someone's like on the ground, let's say like a CNN, who's like a famous one? Or like NBC, you know, Richard Angle on NBC? Sounds familiar. So Richard Angle does all the like foreign, he's a foreign correspondent. Mm -hmm. So like if something happens in another country, he'll go there, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And so, I don't know like 100% how he works, but... He does reporting himself, but he also has probably a team of producers that work with him. Okay. To do stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and they all work together and then he goes on air to report it. That's okay. what I'm assuming happens. I don't think he does everything by himself. I doubt that. Mm -hmm. um, now, for a regular, like local news station, the people at the desk um, are not doing like the reporting. Mm -hmm. They're mostly just regurgitating information that they get from the producers. Mm -hmm. Okay. There is a difference though between like someone who shows up on camera, like so. Let's say there's like the anchor person, right? Mm -hmm. And they're like, "We're going live to Sandra on Elm Street, who's going to tell us about this fire." Now that person is a producer correspondent, so they're doing the reporting and corresponding it. Oh, okay. Which is a tough job because yeah. you have to do a lot. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be tough. It's a lot of balancing. Yeah, a lot. But there are a team there. of producers who are all supporting those people, okay. right? And doing stuff like on the phone and groundwork and all that stuff to figure out what's going on. All right, interesting. Yeah. So if you're an anchor person and you're just getting information told to you, mm -hmm. I mean, all you gotta do is is show up. They might not even have a like have a say in what goes on in the news i feel like that would um, be tough e maybe i mean if you think about like you know lester holt yeah 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 he's on so lester holt he does nightly news right mm -hmm. nbc nightly news mm -hmm. and when you're the face of a program like that mm -hmm. then I, I assume that he gets like him and his line producer who's the person who who decides when, what news goes when in a program yeah and the executive producer who is the person who like is in charge of all the producers and in charge of the show, they they probably all work together on it. Mm, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't think Lester's giving a call to people, right? Mm -hmm. He's not calling people to figure out information, but he probably is having meetings with his executive producer figuring out what kind of news is going on and what to put in the show. Yeah. Okay. 
what job <laughs> on the nightly newscast would uh-huh. you want if money didn't matter? None. None. <laughs> Not even <a> <laughs> What a boring answer. I'm I sorry. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> Good. I'm glad that I we never want to work. I don't want to do work your, for like a. How do your TV muscles station. feel? <laughs> like, how do my, my muscles are feeling pretty relaxed right now? I think. Right, good. Good. Just relatively I curious about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't really want to work in TV. I don't think. Why? I'm curious. Like for a TV news station. Yeah. Uh, it just doesn't interest me. Yeah. Yeah. I know. None of that stuff interests me. Okay. I'm not. Uh, I'm not into like the. Yeah. I'm just not into that. Yeah. Kind of stuff. Yeah. It's interesting, I guess, and some like some things that they do, but like, yeah, I'm just not I'm not into that kind of production. I don't know if I'd want to be a part of that. If money was not an option, <laughs> was okay. not it was not a, was not a not a concern. Okay, what job would you take? Let me tell you. I don't know. I think I'm still figuring that out. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know yet. Still. I'm trying to I'm trying to think about what that would be. Yeah. It's kind of hard. I feel like my answer changes as okay. time goes on. Not out of a deeper meaning. Okay. But out of a what interests me at the time. Okay. You know what job I'd fucking love to have right now? Talk to me. If money was no option. Actually, maybe not. I actually I don't think I would love to have it. But like I think I would really kind of just I'd love to have Elon Musk's Elon Musk's job and just bitch about shit on Twitter. Like every day. Tesla stock too high, in my opinion. <laughs> I'm gonna sell all my possessions. <laughs> like I think I think if I had to have any job, like that might be the one that I need to I need to look into. <laughs> it's like, but uh no i'm I'm kidding but um you know what i would you know what i thought i thought about this now okay i think i would open up some sort of business oh okay okay it was always one of my things like when i retire i wanted to open up a tea shop Mm -hmm. so maybe i'd do that or i do um like a an art house cinema Mm, okay that'd be kind of fun that'd be kind of cool i'd be be into that cool you know, yeah. to show all the movies that I want to show. Yeah. Um, hmm. You know what's you know what's interesting about that is that it's almost like there's there's two type of economies that that you can exist in as a business, right? There is there is the mainstream where you can kind of where you have to um like bend some of your principles to fit into what the mainstream is and then there's a like boutique world where like when money isn't an object that you can kind of put forth the creation of a business that you want to be out there and what's Mm -hmm. what's really interesting in it is that like the boutique like i like i'm thinking about it with tea for you right like i could see like like the tea shop doesn't have to be like like adagio right it's not doesn't have to be like the 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 like that kind of thing. It could be like this insanely specific. That's like you offer three types of tea, 
and they are determined by you in your sole discretion whenever you feel like it and like the entire atmosphere is like perfectly crafted for what you want your tea shop atmosphere to be and it's like people don't like it like tough shake it out of my store and it's like hell that, yeah that could either like just absolutely bomb or it could be one of those things that's so fucking insanely popular because like people so respect the like your craft that like you have a line like around the block of people waiting to get in to try one of the three types of teas you tried. Uh-huh. The beauty of it though is you could only do that if like money doesn't matter, right? Like because if it, mm-hmm. if, it if it fails, like I don't give a shit. Like <laughs> I opened up my tea shop with three types of tea. Like if it failed, I have uh, I didn't care about money. But like if you did have to worry about money, it's like that is a huge fucking risk to take to like kind of follow what your dream business is, regardless of what the mainstream is going to pay for. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> that's, I think that's like, what yes, I, whatever I think like about, if I ever think about starting a business and especially if it like lines up with a passion or hobby of mine, like I always, I have to remember that I also don't want to do that because I, I don't, have like endless access to capital to fund whatever my idea is and i don't uh-huh. want to just do what other people would like like i, w- I would never yeah like in chicago we have um that opened up in january or february which really sucks for them um the chicago board game cafe and it's a relatively high-end restaurant and bar centered around board games and they have like a Michelin star chef that uh, created their menu and it's like high end food. And then they also have like a board game vault and you go in there and like pick out a board game you want to play. And they have like board game teachers on hand to teach you how to play the game and Ooh. all that kind of stuff. And like, I look at that and I'm like, man, that is, that is risky as all like, that is really fucking risky because if it, doesn't work what your initial vision is then like you need to start adapting to how in the world do we get people in to play board games like what do we have to cut like do we cut the board games do we cut the menu like what part of this is that it it doesn't work that we have to change from what our vision is or just shut down and go under so yeah no i that's it's tough it's tough i mean especially now but like also you know i think um you know when you're making a business like that, especially you really have to make it, um, not just like a, like a tea cafe, right. Mm -hmm. Or like not just a movie theater. Yeah. It has to be like even more than that. It has to be like a community space and Mm -hmm. like you have to offer other amenities or like, you know, like if I did, um, a tea shop or I guess even like a cinema, you know, you'd have like a, like an art space in there. Right. Mm -hmm. So people can show off their art in the community and like, um, you know, interesting things that bring people there and then like mm-hmm. sponsor events for like the local community and things like that. Yeah. Like that's, that's how you, I feel like survive as one of those businesses now that's not like a Starbucks, right? Yeah. I mean like, no, it's, it's, it's true though. It's you tough. Have, you have to have like, it's, you can either kind of fill the niche that we all know exists or you can kind of show that there is an unfilled niche that you fill right like with that kind of thing it's like if you bring together enough like different pieces then Mm -hmm. you can show that like look these work together and they kind of create something that you didn't maybe realize you needed or wanted sure compared to everyone knows that they want 
tea before they get on the subway to go to work. Yeah, I mean, like, like okay, yeah, that's yeah. easy to like figure out. But it's like, oh wait, what if we can create this other type of thing that you know caters to the tea world plus all this other stuff? Like, can you find an audience for that? So. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think tea is also relatively niche. Mm-hmm. At least if in America, yeah. right? Like coffee is kind of like the King. bread and butter. Yeah. Right? So it's in that case, it gets a little bit difficult. Mm-hmm. Like I think a lot of, um, you know, of those tea shops, like what Tivana was, Rip, mm-hmm. um, where they sold like loose leaf tea and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's cool, but like an, a lot of people are not going to just go for that. Yeah. So you have to find a way to bring those people in who maybe are tea novices who want to know more about it Mm -hmm. or the people who gave up coffee who are looking to move to tea, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. To look for that same experience. Yeah. Uh, It's a tough one, man. I don't know. It is tough. It is tough. I feel like it has to be on a beach. Like that's, like, why on a beach? I don't. I don't know. I just feel like, I'm like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm imagining like the most serene tea drinking experience, like the secluded beach, and like I grab the tea, like the nice like little whole like like the metal teapot, and like walk out to like this little like hammock next to the water on the beach and pour myself some. Not in a hammock because that'd be tough to drink the tea, but like just just chilling out there, maybe skanky okay. a little bit of a violin yeah. or something. You, you playing the violin while drinking the tea? No, or no, someone you're else you're playing the violin. the violin for me while I drink the I'm tea. playing the violin for you mm-hmm. while you're drinking tea on a hammock? No, the hammock would be too hard because I'm laying down. I want to be sitting So am up. I playing the violin on the hammock while you're... Where are you sitting? <laughs> Cross-legged in the sand. <laughs> you're the and hammock you have an, with the violin. you have an umbrella and a blanket? Or like, what's the situation? <laughs> yeah, I mean, is it the sun? Is it sunny? I mean, I don't know. This is your, this is your story. What is but the But you're the one who brought this up. I, I just... We're just spitballing here. I, tell me what your story is on the beach. I need to know. But you're the one who brought it on the beach. (laughs) I didn't ask to put the tea plates on the beach. Clearly, I picked this up from something you were just saying. So I just, I know, I feel. (laughs) Oh, so okay, got it. Sorry, sorry about that. No way, I just came up with this on my own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Kind of creativity. No, it's fine. I got you. (laughs) The the tea shop has never been my dream. I couldn't. I couldn't possibly have these ideas. So yeah, which is why you're totally building this entire world surrounded surrounding my tea shop. Oh my gosh, it's actually it's really nice because it's like a really clear blue sky, but there's a cloud every <laughs> once in a while that floats on by. Yeah, they look like an elephant every once in a while. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man, do I want to go there? <laughs> like, it's, well, I okay, so I mean, on this, but. It's yeah. just because you're stuck inside, so now you're thinking about all these things. That that might be that might be what it is. That might be what it is. So I wanna I wanna take a trip somewhere. That's what I'm. That's what I want to do. I think yeah. I think a lot of people are feeling that. Yeah. I just. I was supposed to go on a trip somewhere this summer. Yeah. Just to do something, and now I'm like, oh god, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's not gonna work out. I don't think. Same here. Same here. So, I think what what it seems like we've been doing recently when thinking about like later this year is kind of planning double like contingent planned vacations right like oh Mm. let's take a week off and if we can let's do x if we can't then let's do y and if we can't do either of those then let's do z which is like completely local um Uh uh-huh just because it's like we'll see, we'll see which of those will fit in the bucket of what we can actually accomplish when the time comes to do it. So, yeah, options are good. I like options. Yeah, 
yeah, you need you need options. So, but yeah, I'm going going a little crazy. So, not too. It's bad. okay. It's, it's, it'll be a, it'll be fine. Bad. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. So, I, you know, it's been keeping been tidying me over recently. What? Community the podcast. Community. No, Shenantix podcast doesn't release often enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Community, you said the the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, the TV show Community. That was was it on NBC? Yes. Did you ever watch? I've never ever, watched it. What? No. Skanky. M. Cole, what was the last? When was the first time you watched Community? I watched Community. I think I started watching it when it was on season three. Was okay. What year was that? Oh, fucking hell! Like 2010. <laughs> Oh, community. And that show's still on? No, it's on Netflix. That's where we Oh, that's where we sorry. Watch, that's where we watch all TV shows these days. Come sorry, on. Sorry, my bad. So Come you're on. you're so so okay, give me the lowdown here. You started watching in season three, so now did you go back to season one? You're watching all the way through. No, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. I first watched community back in probably 2010, 2011. Okay. And when I started in Do you want to guess what grade I was in during that time? Oh, God, why do you always make me feel so old? <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> oh, I what? Eighth grade? No. No. Older. Junior year. I was in 2010, 2011. I was in 11th grade. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just junior year, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Junior. Okay. That's not as bad. I that's was not too bad. I was out of undergrad. At that okay. Point. Old man. I am. Oh <laughs> Old man. <laughs> oh my god. This is so that's always so weird to me. Anyways, uh but no, so I watched it. I watched it back then and it's on it came onto Netflix a few weeks ago for the first okay. time. So a, a bunch of people are talking about it. Like Soraya started watching it and stuff, and so I decided to go back and start watching community again from the beginning, and that is that is a really good show. I really like it. I think you should watch it. Who, who's in that again? Robert. No, not uh, something. Mikhail. M C H A L E. What's his first name? Oh, uh, uh, he, God, what's his fucking? Does name? he have a weird first name? I, no, I don't think so. Mike. I think I feel like it's Michael Mikhail. Mikhail, which I find hilarious. That name. Joel. Joel. Mikhail. Joel Mikhail. Yeah. Joel McHale, yeah. Joel McHale, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's. I think. I think that. I mean, if you were to compare my all mind, names to Joel, I in mean, my mind, I feel like whenever I picture myself, I think I I envision myself as Joel McHale. I think that's what I look like. Now, is this the one with Childish Gambino in it? Yes, it is the one with Childish Gambino in it. Yeah, I like him. You know what I want to watch with him? Atlanta. I haven't watched it yet, though. What's Atlanta? I've never heard of that. I've heard it. I've heard it's very good. What, it's it? like his show. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he wrote and produced it, but I can't oh, remember no. off the top of my head. Where, where do I watch this? Um, Atlanta. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Donald Glover. Yeah, it's supposed to be really good. Oh, is it a um, movie I've been, or a TV? No, show? no, no. It's just a TV show. It's okay. a TV series. Okay, you can get it on Amazon um, for fifteen bucks. Another thing interesting, have you, do you know Lil Dicky? Yeah. Hell yeah, you know Lil Dicky. Did you know about his show that came out? No. 
It's about it's like kind of about his life. Really? But is it it's good? like a funny edge on it. It's called Dave. Uh, because that's little Dickie's real name. Uh I haven't watched it yet, but it's also on FX, I think. Um and I actually haven't heard any reviews about it yet, but it has little Dickie and he's pretty funny. I like him. Yeah. Um so maybe it'll be funny. I don't yeah, know. All right, I'm down. I'm down. As the storyline says, a neurotic mid-20s suburbanite convinced he's destined to be one of the greatest rappers of all time. Now he's got to prove it to everyone else. So it's literally about his life. But um, <laughs> okay, it sounds kind of funny. That, that Actually, that sounds good. That sounds, I like that. All right, I'll check Have we out. also talked about Barry, by the way? No. Oh, my Lord. Okay. No, we're just going on TV like hunt right now. Okay, yeah, I'm just yeah. describing yeah. all these. Okay, so I started watching Barry like... Um, What's Barry on? It's on HBO. Okay. Okay, so you have that. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. So it's three seasons so far. Okay. And it's super funny. Okay. Super duper funny. It's uh, produced by Bill Hader. You know Bill okay, Hader? Okay, yeah, I, I, I recognize that name. I, I, yeah, I know Bill Hader. So Bill Hader uh, He kind of looks stars, like Dexter, but not Dexter. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he stars, directs, and produces and writes the show. Oh, okay. Okay. And he does he's he's a fantastic actor. You have okay? told me about the show and I cannot remember anything about it. We've talked okay, about so, epics, so continue okay. on. Okay. I'll give you the synopsis. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh Bill Hader plays a hitman who starts taking acting lessons in Los Angeles. Okay. And that's literally all I need to tell you. I I'm done. I'm down. I got it. Definitely, definitely give it a watch. Okay. It's it, it's um it's one of those shows that kind of Maybe I'll get roasted for this. I can I compare it to Breaking Bad a little bit in that Breaking Bad is always like, oh man, how could things get ever like worse? How could they get worse in this situation? Like how could things get terrible? Mm -hmm. And then it gets terrible. Mm -hmm. That's like Barry. Okay, <laughs> all right. So, huh? I would asked. recommend. All would right, recommend. I've, I've been looking for a TV show to watch. Mate, I'll throw this on the list. There you go. That's good. That's I don't good. have any others in my mind right now that, that you could watch. So I, I, so as I was watching Community, I was thinking about Shenantics. I thought you just said Kimmy Nitty, but you said Community. <laughs> community, okay, community, got, community, community. Same by Community, Community. And um, I'm so curious, and I think we've probably talked about this before, but I don't care because I don't remember the answer. What if you had to pick one? What is your number one favorite TV show of all time? Oh, Lost. Why? Why? Yeah. Because you don't like that answer, huh? No, I, I I loved Lost. I mean, I don't think anyone loves Lost as much as you do. I love Lost. Uh, okay, let me give you the answer. Yeah, right? lay it on me. Is all it right, because so you would bring it I feel like to, a, to an island? If you were on a stranded <laughs> on an island, you'd bring Lost? <laughs> like... Yeah, I bring lost because I'd learn some. I'd probably learn. You wouldn't learn anything. You would not learn. You'd be like, "There's <laughs> polar bears." And Find smoke. a hatch. <laughs> yeah, and then you'd be like, "I'm four seasons in, and I still haven't learned shit." <laughs> can we spoil <laughs> Lost now? Right? It's been no, it's been a long time, right? Oh, we can yeah. spoil Lost. I think at this we point. can. Okay, spoiler alert: all of Lost. Okay, go ahead. Okay, ready? <laughs> Find a hatch with a guy inside. <laughs> I will tell you that's you filled with food <laughs> on an island that's used as a test kit for animals that has a whole bunch of people on it 
And then there's like smoke monster and shit. I will tell you this, that <laughs> you just saying all of those words that you just said to me. <laughs> yes. It might have brought me 80% of the way to agreeing partially with you about Lost being the top oh, yeah? show. Because what's what's interesting is the reaction I was having is you're saying all these things and like witnessing those moments when they went down on TV was like, that was some moving and engaging shit. Like especially, yeah. and I think Lost had like the hard thing where it's like, you can never live up to everyone's expectations going forward. And yeah. they did such a great job of setting the stage early on, like seasons one, two and three, where it's like, there's all this stuff that just pulled us into that world. And I think they were destined to be hated by a certain po- portion of the population just because of what they had already set up. And you just, you can't be everything to everyone. Um, yeah. But man, that was, that was some good shit that was going on in that show. Anyways, but go on. Why is it the best All right, show? So let me let me tell you a couple things about Lost, okay? Mm-hmm. Which I could talk about Lost for years. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's Number one, let's talk about let's talk about Lost's cast. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have a diverse cast of people from all walks of life, right? Living in the same area, and they have to figure out how to survive. Pretty much America, right? Okay. I think yeah. still maybe one of the most diverse casts on television. Perhaps. Don't really know that for sure, though. Don't quote me. Oh, my God. Okay? And also something interesting that sometimes uh, people bring up. This was like, I think, right after 9-11, right? Oh, yeah. So it was, was 2004 of, is when it came out, when it started. I think, so, yeah. Like still, I mean, it was still a really tough time. And the producers of the show decided to have Saeed as a character, which mm-hmm. I think is pretty incredible. For like for a show like that on a network to, to have these characters, right? I just I'm I commend them for that. Okay, and then you have this out of out of the world story about what the fuck's going on, mm-hmm. and it brings you in like immediately. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, geez, I just keep I just kept wanting to figure out what the hell was happening mm-hmm. all the time, and that was the first time a show like that ever did that for me. I, it really, I think Lost kind of really set the stage. That and then maybe The Sopranos, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Kind of some of these maybe earlier times in television where, not earlier in television, you know, you know what I mean, like TV series, right? Mm-hmm. Um, really kind of transformed what a TV series could be. Mm-hmm. And Lost mm-hmm. was definitely like that. And I also still love the pilot, man. The pilot for that show is like the, oh my God, it's still so good. Even now, I think. Okay. Questions. Yes. Answers. First, a little bit of a story. Ooh, I like stories. What I had just said about the words you said about the hatch and all that, bringing yeah. back memories of early Lost, reading uh-huh. through the cast list did the exact same thing. Like, I'm like, looking, I'm like, oh my God. Like, yeah. Anyways. And so sometimes my, you forget because it was a huge cast, right? It was, it was, it was, it was huge. And so you really do forget about how many people were there. Well, and I think, and I think a, a thing is for people I've never seen Lost or maybe that might not remember, like a big portion of the storytelling was like flashbacks to like their, oh, their dude, lives. Right. So and good. so like, so I'm, I'm looking. I want to rewatch ca- Lost now. I might have to rewatch this, but I'm, I'm looking and you have the, the Quan 
uh, uh, Sun yes. and Jin. Oh and, God, that's right. Story. And like, and like when I'm thinking about Lost, like I don't, I'm not thinking about them. But the second I saw their names, like I'm thinking about all of that. And like when at the beginning, where like Jin wanted to be like just him and Sun and didn't want to like go uh-huh. in with the rest of the group, like all that shit, so fucking good. Oh, so- anyway, so my question is, who? Which is your favorite character on Lost? Ooh, great question. It changed a lot. Okay. As I watched the series. Yeah. So at first, of course, I liked Jack. Okay. Liked Matthew Fox. Okay. Um, then it turned to Charlie. Oh, Charlie's so good. I forgot about that. Because Charlie was like, oh, oh my Charlie's God. So and then Not Penny's Boat, that whole scene, dude. Oh, oh that killed was, me, man. Oh, killed me. Not Penny's right. Boat. Anyway, yeah. Ooh, oh. Not Penny's Boat, baby. All right. So then, then um, you know, I was back on the Matthew Fox Jack train for a while. Mm-hmm. Then I really liked, um, uh, why can't I think of his name? Well, the guy, The guy in the hatch. Desmond. Desmond. Oh yeah, Desmond Hume. Okay, I loved Desmond for a while. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, I loved just we'll go on. Gorgeous. He's he's gorgeous. Oh my god. Desmond is like oh. Jesus Christ. Like a human should not be this good looking. <laughs> right. Okay. His oh. hair, his like his long locks. Oh. Henry Jesus I, Christ. Henry Ian Cusick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's, that's anyway, his name. That's, that's his name. Okay, that's I was like, name. "Who the fuck is that?" Okay. <laughs> anyway, so love love Desmond, and then at the end, I loved Sawyer. Mm, oh, okay. Because Sawyer really, I thought, had a huge transformation at the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He started out as the guy that like you hated, right? Because he was a dick, mm-hmm. and he was like kind of racist sometimes, and you just despised him. Yeah. And then at the end, he really had like this reckoning almost. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And like you saw his past and his backstory, and in some cases, this it'll sound weird for people who've never watched Lost before, but you see his future, <laughs> but like his not future because it was in an alternate universe. But anyway, so I loved all that with Sawyer, like that was great. Were you ever on Team Locke? Um, he back and forth. Back and forth. I agreed with Locke sometimes, like how he wanted to open the hatch and all that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was all early on stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, Locke kind of went off the rails from what I remember near the oh, end yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I was I was really on the Jack train the whole time, I guess. Mm-hmm. Jack was just trying to keep people alive and not yeah. mess with, uh, with Locke's whatever the fuck he was doing, you know? Well, Locke was driven by a vision. Or whatever it was that he... Uh, I guess so, yeah. Which they never... Did they talk about the vision exactly? I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't remember. But yo, let's talk about the best reveal in the show ever. Yeah. Okay. Locke. When, like, I think this is episode one. Isn't I think it's in the pilot. Or maybe it's in the second episode. When they when you see uh, why Locke was going to Australia. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And then you, then you see that he was in a wheelchair. Yep. Yep. <laughs> And now he's on the island, not in a wheelchair. Yep. Shit, blew my mind. <laughs> yep. Maybe like today, by today's standards, that wouldn't blow someone's mind watching a TV show. But like, yeah. I felt like then, like that was crazy. I, and I, I agree with what you're saying though, because like, 
and when you mentioned the the Sopranos like a few seconds ago is it like that it, it's sometimes hard to remember like what TV like the evolution of TV, right? Because like we see things today where it's like, okay, that might not be like this crazy mind blowing thing, but I like the Sopranos changed really changed the game. I think Lost, love it or hate it, you I think you have to admit that Lost changed the game mm-hmm. um, for like serial storytelling on mainstream TV. Uh, it's I I agree with you on that one. Um, Hell yeah, I. Looking back and not having watched the show in forever, I love Hurley. Oh, yeah. I mean, but like, I I love Hurley the whole time. Yeah. I mean, you have to. You have to. And his backstory was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Like, they really worked hard on doing these backstories on these people and making them fascinating. Oh, yeah. A 100%. I think that. Maybe, in my opinion, I think possibly the best character on Lost is Ben Linus. Ben Linus. Uh, he yeah. was... This, this is actually perfect. Exactly what you're talking about with the lock thing. He was just such an incredibly written bad guy slash antagonist. Like it was, he was like, especially when they first like brought him in and they like had him as like a prisoner and stuff like, like, man, he was, that was, that was, that was good. He was good. He was good. And I think now, like if you were to show someone now lost for the first time that has consumed media over the past 10 years, they might not think this that exactly that because we, and I would argue because of that, we have had so much other like great stories with like, like breaking bad. If you, uh, if you view Walter White as like the antagonist of the show, like you, you, we have great stories with like great main characters and great, like, yeah bad actors and so maybe if you go back it's not as good but like man when when lost first came around that was that was next level shit that was good stuff yeah you know i kind of forgot about ben linus i mean he was a really yeah he was a great villain he was for a while yeah and his his acting i remember especially was probably one of the best yeah in this series. I think watching back maybe i've watched the pilot a couple times mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i tried to get my parents into it and they didn't weren't feeling it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, I watched it again with Gabby once, and you know some of it, some of it's good. Some of it is a little maybe a little dated. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of Matthew Fox and Jack's like acting during that time was a little maybe over the top. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know, I kind of like cool with it. Yeah. Because I mean, at the time, it wasn't bad. <laughs> so. <laughs> whatever <laughs> but yeah i mean it's it's a little it's aged a little bit there's yeah. no doubt about it but i think the story still is really fascinating yeah and you have to appreciate that it, like it really changed how tv shows did stuff mm-hmm. yeah that really did 
And by that, I mean you need to because it's the best show ever. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch. Should we watch that? I was looking for a TV show to watch. Lost. Lost. I'll just watch Lost again on repeat. Maybe I'll do that too now. I've I've been meaning to do it. Yeah. For a bit. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the hard thing is is that like I want to go back and I want to go back and watch that. I'm I'm of two things though is that will going back and spending the time to rewatch Lost will it kind of does it have enough value on the second time around to add something for me, right? Or is it going to be mm purely a nostalgia train where it's like I'm kind of watching it to enjoy seeing things over again, right? Like when I was saying, I'm like, I'm really enjoying watching Community. I don't feel like I'm getting something, obviously, like Community is, you know, a comedy. I'm not getting like a second level deeper understanding of anything on it. It's more of like, a, oh my God, I forgot how funny the show was. <clears throat> um, but sure. I wouldn't go back and watch Lost to be like, I want to see how pretty the cinematography is. No, I want to go back because I kind of want to take the whole story in beginning to end in one mm-hmm. fell swoop and see if now, 10 years later, does it speak to me differently? Um, and that's kind of my worry is that I worry that I'd go back and watch, you know, seven, was it seven seasons of Lost? And then come back and be like, yeah, like maybe I should have watched barry instead or dave was it barry 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 is the one with bill Hader, and dave is uh yeah so that's what that's what my worry is because i haven't haven't watched season three of westworld yet that's the new one that came out right Right? good i liked it you liked it so so i i I haven't heard anything about it i want to go i'm planning to go back and watch it but my debate right now is i kind of also want to go back and watch season one season two not because I feel like I have to, but just because like I really enjoyed those and yeah. I kind of want to watch it as one whole unit from beginning of season one to end of season three all together. Um, and so I'm right now I'm kind of debating, is it worth the extra time to do that or should I just jump ahead of season three and just watch it because I've watched the other two, I think twice now. So. You know, I think um, this season can will do fine if you don't rewatch the other two. Mm-hmm. I really love the other but, two. I love Westworld as a show. I Westworld really is a super do. good show. I definitely enjoy Westworld a lot. Yeah. So speaking, okay, spoilers for Westworld here to piggyback on the Lost thing. This actually, I think goes those goes great into what you were saying about Locke. Is mm-hmm. the reveal for Locke like? Would it stand up today? Maybe, maybe not. The reveal of the man in black in like season one of Westworld was mm-hmm. like oh, fucking killer. insane. Killer. Like that was that was like that reveal like knocked me on my ass of like like holy shit, right? Like and it's like and but granted, vastly different things because they had to spend an entire season to build up to that reveal, right? And the yeah. lock reveal was able to be told in like the first or second episode. Just I think like, literally the first. Yeah. Right. So it's like it's obviously two completely different things, but like like the amount of the 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 qual the caliber of storytelling that we have been growing up with is like man, we are spoiled with the I agree. storytelling we've got. I agree. You know what I well, this is what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Um, has Sarah watched Lost? I I I feel like yes. Hold on, let's find out. Hey Sarah. Have you ever watched all of Lost? Oh, okay, I'm watching Lost. 
She said no? She said no. Sarah has not <gasps> watched all of them. Okay, so now you got to watch it with her. I got to watch it with her. Okay, okay that that's big. That's right. big. To watch okay. it with someone who hasn't seen it before. Okay. That, I hope, I hope she didn't hear any of the spoilers I was just yelling out. Yeah. <laughs> like, smoke she, monster. She could now lock now in a wheelchair. Now she can't listen to this episode of Shenantics until we finish seven seasons of the so, yeah, let's, let's hope that the reveal with the lock is in episode one. <laughs> like, I think it is. I think it is. Yeah, I think so, too. If I remember correctly. But, man, ah, ah, man, TV. So good. It is. It is so incredibly good. Man, I don't know. I'm curious. I'm curious. Everyone in the Discord, what do you think about Lost on a level mm. of... I'm trying to think of what one would be too skanky. One to skanky. <laughs> Where do you fall? One to skanky. On, well, because you'd be like 10, like love it. Best Ooh, show ever. Like the top, like the, like that is the pinnacle of human creation or one where it's like, that was absolute garbage. And the season, I think we're going to get a lot of sixes. Think so. Yeah. You know, I think, I think the ending left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Yeah. And I've been dedicating my life to proving them wrong. <laughs> I mean, I, I... Because I found that a lot of people didn't get it. Yeah, okay. Like, I told Rags... Did I tell you the story about Rags? Yeah, I, I remember this. I mean, oh, I told I, Rags tell it again, that... Tell it again. Okay, so Rags was like, oh, I loved Lost, but the ending killed me, where they were dead the whole time. And I was like, Rags, that's not the ending, though. And she's like, what? I'm like, no. Like, the ending is not that they're dead the whole time, by the way. <laughs> Spoiler, Spoiler alert, I guess. <laughs> it's been like 10 years, right? More. No, it's truly, yeah, it truly has been 10 years now. <laughs> okay. So, and she was flabbergasted. And she was like, you've changed my life <laughs> now that I know that this is not the ending. So, guys, they were alive the whole time. Oh, my gosh. Just yeah. Let you know that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go. I'm going to watch again. Me and Sarah are going to watch it. I, that's, a, that's a good point, though, about when I, that kind of, when I was saying about is there enough value to it for me to watch it again from the beginning, I feel like mm -hmm. now I can confidently say yes. Watching yeah. it with someone who hasn't seen it before is definitely worth it. Okay, I'm excited. And there's a lot of shit that you probably forgot happened. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, actually, what I'm really curious about is this is going to give us so much to talk about going forward because if I watch it with her, she has someone that has that has grown up on the current TV and media through 2020. Ooh, yeah. And so big revealing moments that we know are big revealing moments to see what she thinks of them having been having been raised on the current diet of tv what that yeah what that is so yeah. oh i think that's actually really interesting yeah i would be super interested to see what she thinks about it yeah all right i'm gonna i'll have to keep i'll have to keep you posted on this, this yeah this sounds this is fun this is fun see this is why we this is why we record shenantics once every this three be, weeks yeah is this for if we're lucky if we're lucky <laughs> <laughs> So we, so we could go both go tell each other we need to go back and watch some of our favorite TV in the past. Exactly. Have you ever watched Six Feet Under? No, but my my parents told me actually about it. 
Oh, I really They watched it. it and they loved it. I have never finished it. I heard that it has a it's talking about endings of shows. I hear it has one of the best endings. Um one of the better endings on TV. But um that was that was that was a fantastic show. I really I recommend that one. Um so well, well, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Eh, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I maybe yeah, yeah. I've I've heard really good things about it. That's it. I'm starting. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm doing, okay? He's doing something. I am going to recreate my list of everything I want to watch. Okay. And I'm going to go back and watch it. But here's what I want to do because I've become a firm believer in this is that I I really strongly don't believe in binging a show other than like I don't know, fast foodie type shows. Okay. Because I feel, I, I think that <clears throat> it all comes back to loss. Everything's always coming back to loss these days. <laughs> it, it comes back to where, As it should. <laughs> where like big moments and lost are like seared into my memory. And I think part of that is that there is enough space between the moments of lost of when I watched it that it has time for them to set in and be more impactful, right? Where if it's just four hours of watching Lost, five hours, six hours, and an entire weekend of watching three seasons of Lost, then the big important moments might not stick out as much where they all just kind of start running together because it's just like lots of Lost. You know what I mean? And mm. you're kind of you're kind of losing a little bit of the the mini story arcs over like an episode or two, because if you're trying to take in an entire season, you, you might miss some of the nuances. And so I want to build up a media diet of like three shows and kind of interchange them out so that each show is spread out over the course of like a couple weeks of watching like season. So that way I kind of get more of the impact of it. Let me tell you something that's interesting here. Yeah. I actually binged Lost. Oh, wow. Okay. So I missed it. When I first started watching it, I missed... I started watching the beginning of the last season. Mm-hmm. And I watched Lost on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And I think Hulu at that time had just launched, and they were trying to get people to join. And to do that, you could join, you could watch any show they had on there for free. Mm-hmm. With ads. Yeah. So I watched all of Lost on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And then I think I watched it in like a year <laughs> or something <laughs> within that whole year. And I guess, you know, I still remember a lot of big moments, but, even though I binged it. But, but watching seven seasons. Week to week, though, is totally different when you're watching Lost, though. But because what, the endings but, are... Whew, that's that's true, but watching seven seasons over a year isn't exactly what I think of when I think binging. I guess maybe. Like yeah, I think binging. binging, like Stranger Things, is coming out Saturday morning at ten a.m. and by Sunday night, people have finished the season of it. Right? Like, like well, that's a little aggressive. Yeah, I guess I guess that's true. I mean, and I am I am no stranger to that. Like, if there's a show that I really like and it's on streaming services, like all of them. Um, I can easily like be sucked into four or five episodes in a row if it's like a Saturday afternoon and nothing's going on. 
Right? Yeah. And like, that's what I want to try to avoid. Not saying like, oh, I want to kind of watch on a compressed timeline because I, I do want to do that, right? I don't want to spend seven years watching Lost. Like, I, I just don't want to do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Lost. But, uh, but like, I feel like watching, like, trying keeping it to like one, maybe two episodes in a sitting and yeah. try and okay. space them out a little bit. Um, and that's why I say, like, if I get multiple shows, I could be like, oh, I'll watch an episode of Lost on Monday night, and then I could watch something else on, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, and we'll get back around to it on Thursday. Um, so you're watching the pilot tonight, right? Uh, no, we're, we're watching, we're watching, I think we have a different movie lined up for tonight, but uh, we'll, we'll maybe tomorrow we'll, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll throw the pilot okay. on. We'll see. Yeah. I got to see if I got to make sure Sarah's down for this experiment I have signed her up for. So. It should be fine. She'll be fine. She's, she's got this. She'll be, She'll be fine. Yeah. Just tell her I told her to do it. I will, yes, I will say skanky demanded. Demand Demand is a tough word, but yes, I am demanding. (laughs) Because it has to do with loss, and I'm very passionate about it. That is a tough word, but that is accurately. Tough word, but accurate. Yeah. Um, Let's do a real quick food finish, and we're going to wrap this bad boy up so I can go watch Lost. I mean, uh, another movie that is not related. Um, Skanky, I made mushroom carbonara last week. Wow, was it good? Holy shit, it was amazing. Tell me where you got the recipe from. Skanky. I got the recipe from my favorite cooking thing on the internet, Bon Appetit. Bon Appetit. I love Bon Appetit. I'll send you a link to it. I strongly, strongly recommend this recipe. Recipe. It was. Oh my god! It was so incredibly, so so incredibly good. Not to jump off the train of. uh, You don't like food finish? Wow. Not to jump off the train of the food finish. Oh, sorry. But, but um, their at home Bon Appetit videos are so good. I know, right? <laughs> like Brad at home is so just good. my life. I I adore Brad. Oh, it's so he good. is like a golden retriever in human form. <laughs> that man is incredible. It is. That is so true. That is so true. <laughs> I um, there's this really good. I think it's a BuzzFeed article about, and we've talked about it before, but just kind of talking about how like the Bon Appetit YouTube channel is like taking the internet by storm and kind of, it's like such an unlikely rise of like how it came to be the way it is. And about how like just randomly Brad created just a random episode with like the current flavor of Bon Appetit and was like honestly worried that he was going to get fired because of it because they put it on the YouTube channel when they weren't mm-hmm. supposed to. And like people loved it. And Bon Appetit, which was like a stuffy magazine, became this thing that's like full of character now. And yeah. I think that's why the at home shows are so incredibly good because it's even more of what people love about Bon Appetit, which is the character of the hosts, right? Like, yeah. Like Brad at home is more Brad than you get when Brad is in like the test kitchen. Yeah, so it's oh, and it's also so incredibly good. Do you follow? Do you follow Brad on uh, Instagram? I do not. Should I? Okay, so he he did a story. <laughs> his Instagram story was him and his kids <laughs> illegally going to the park in New Jersey <laughs> <laughs> because uh, obviously the parks are closed down, yeah. and he he goes to the park with his kids and he's not wearing shoes 
and he, he's barefoot in the park as his kids are running around. And oh he's like, hey, guys, I think it's going to I think it's going to be a rainstorm right now. Oh, who cares? It's fine. We're having a good time. <laughs> oh, my God. I love Brad. <laughs> he's so funny. I love him. Oh, yeah. No, he's good. He's good. Oh, man. Bon Appetit. That's bon Appetit's great. They also yeah. have good recipes, by the way. They do. Mushroom <laughs> carbonara. Strongly recommend it. It was... I was intimidated by it at first, but it actually turned out to not be as terrifying or hard as it I thought it was going to end up being. Oh, so good. It um, it didn't take that long, but it was it was rich and scrumptious and delicious, and so I I strongly recommend it. Strongly recommend it. So for sure. They also have for an sure. amazing chocolate chip cookie recipe, which I also made those, and they were oh, I'm a fan. Finished them in like two days. They were so good. Let's go. It's, so proud. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, that's that, that's about all I got for you this week, Skanky. Yeah, me too, I think. Yeah, it's been another episode of Shenantics. New episodes go live bright and early Monday morning, just in time for your workday, school day, commute, quarantine, whatever it is you're doing, we are there to hang out with you. You can find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts, including the iTunes Store, the Google Play Store, our website, Spotify, Shenantics.rocks, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Castro, the... the, the all those all those places really if you have any comments or questions you can send a tweet at uh twitter.com slash pod or an email at shenanticspodcast at gmail.com if you want to join the discussion we have a discord go to discord.shenantics.rocks and it'll take you over to the discord server where you can talk to all the beautiful and beautiful. wonderful wonderful and intelligent intelligent shenantics fanatics every week i'm looking at you guys i see it i, I sometimes i just go into that room and Scroll through and look at all the beautiful eyes. And people getting angry at us. <laughs> that, too. That too. You know, there's <laughs> nothing. They, that they're beautifully angry. There's nothing that gives me life like other people's anger. <laughs> they're beautiful. There's, the anger. It's, it's beautiful and angry. And you can be there with them. Yes. And, uh, Skanky, where can they be with you on the internet? They can be with me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky, S K X N K Y. Twitter at iSkanky, I S K A N K Y. McCall? Uh, I'm on the internet at mcall underscore, mcull the underscore symbol. Uh, mostly on Instagram. I'm not even, I mean, I'm on Instagram. I don't really post anything on Instagram. Um, That's not, fine. You know what? There, I, though. Do you know what I found? What? I, I cleaned out the guest room. Okay. I found my face cam. Okay, so now we have face cam streams. So that's can, the thing that's happening? It's. I was going to do one today and then movie, but... But twitch.tv slash mcole underscore mco with the underscore symbol. Follow that because you might be rewarded with a rewarded rewarded with a a, if you're into streams of video games, video video games, Nvidia games, and Nvidia games, Nvidia games. That is hashtag sponsored. No, it's that's that's where you need to go. Wish it was though. That what is, is true? Give me a graphics card. Please. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye.